Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, June 25th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Three states in the Northeast will quarantine visitors from COVID hotspots. California cases jumped 40% in 24 hours. New York City Mayor de Blasio to install a Black Lives Matter mural outside of Trump Tower on Fifth Avenue. Senate Democrats block the GOP's police reform bill. Nancy Pelosi says Republicans are getting away with murder and cites George Floyd. Wow. Also ahead, is there an insurrection happening in America? But first, governors in New York, Connecticut, New Jersey, placing mandatory quarantines on travelers from states with COVID outbreaks. Andrew Cuomo confirming folks from Texas, Florida, the Carolinas, and other regions will be forced to isolate for 14 days if they come to New York, which was once the epicenter of the disease, but now reporting the lowest infection rate in the USA. Cases of the contagion in California spiking 40% in less than a day. Despite Governor Newsom's strict lockdown rules, the West Coast witnessing one of the worst increases of the pandemic in the USA. New York City Mayor de Blasio moving to build a giant Black Lives Matter mural near Trump Tower in Manhattan. At least four other installations are planned for the rest of the city. All of this as crime spirals out of control in New York, murders up 79%, shootings up 64% since de Blasio and Police Commissioner Shea disbanded the undercover police unit called anti-crime. And they did that for no reason at all. Democrats in the Senate blocking the Republicans' police reform bill. It would ban chokeholds in most situations, create a national database for repeat offenders, and requires new training for police departments across the USA. Some believe the Dems don't want new legislation, preferring to keep the issue hot until November. On that note, Nancy Pelosi accuses the GOP of murder. Said the speaker, quote, they understand that there's a need to get something done. They admit that and have some suggestions that are worthy of consideration. But so far, they were trying to get away with murder. Actually, the murder of George Floyd. Provocative? You bet. Irresponsible? You bet. In a moment, is there an insurrection in America? Right back with it. Working from home is causing the worst type of cybercrime, home title theft. While we're doing everything from working, banking, shopping, in the house, cybercriminals are targeting our homes. They want the money they can get by taking out loans against the house. The crime is called home title theft, and the FBI is warning all homeowners. Home Title Lock protects your home from cyber thieves. Your home's legal title is online. Thieves can find it and forge your signature stating you sold your home to them. Then they take out loans and leave you in debt. Banks, insurance, and basic identity theft services do not protect you. Home Title Lock puts a virtual barrier around your home's title. So please go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you are already a victim. You can use the code BILL for 30 free days of protection. That's code BILL at HomeTitleLock.com. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. The continuing protests raise an interesting question. Is there an insurrection going on in America? First, the definition of insurrection. Quote, whoever incites, sets on foot, assists, or engages in any rebellion against the authority of the United States or the laws thereof, or gives aid or comfort thereto, shall be fined under this title or imprisoned, not more than 10 years or both, and shall be incapable of holding any office under the United States, unquote. So, is a violent protest for any reason a crime of insurrection? Note the word violent. Some history. In 1791, the Whiskey Rebellion broke out. It was a tax protest during the presidency of George Washington. The so-called Whiskey Tax was the first tax imposed on a domestic product by the newly formed government. People in western Pennsylvania revolted, attacking federal tax collectors. Well, President Washington sent the army to put down the insurrection, which it did. In April 1861, Confederates attacked Fort Sumter outside Charleston, South Carolina. That, of course, led to the Civil War insurrection. In 1968, the Chicago riots were sparked in part by the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. More than 100 major U.S. cities experienced riots, resulting in roughly 50 million in damage, and hundreds were killed. Now that insurrection burnt out, pardon the pun, but it was more violent than what we are seeing today. In 2020, the George Floyd protest, 15,000 plus people arrested so far, 2,000 businesses destroyed in more than 100 cities. Damage estimated $1 billion. Protesters now toppling statues, including George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, U.S. Grant. This is a radical left movement. But so far, the federal government has not called it an insurrection, which it is. And the government, although arresting a few people, have not charged those folks with insurrection, which the government could. Here's what should happen. The FBI should be investigating any protester who crosses state lines with any weapon. That's a felony. Also, Black Lives Matter organization, not people saying the slogan, the organization, Antifa, and other radical left movements should be infiltrated by undercover people to see if they are promoting insurrection and violating the RICO statutes. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com for honest reporting. In a moment, something you might not know. Edward and his wife, Margaret, were looking forward to retirement. Edward started having serious health issues a few years before he turned 65 and 
had to take an unplanned early retirement. The loss of income and medical bills meant Edward could not afford his expenses, including the premiums on a $1 million life insurance policy. Faced with lapsing their policy for nothing, Edward and Margaret turned to Coventry Direct and were able to sell the policy for $130,000. If you own a life insurance or term policy that you don't need or can't afford, Coventry Direct can help you receive an average of four times more cash than you'd get from your life insurance carrier. You can even sell a portion of your existing policy and still maintain coverage with no future premium obligations. See if you qualify. Please call 1-800-888-3791 or visit CoventryHelpsSeniors.com. That's 1-800-888-3791 or visit CoventryHelpsSeniors.com. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 144 years ago today, General George Custer made his last stand at the Battle of the Little Bighorn in southern Montana. A shocking defeat for the U.S. military. Here's how it went down. For more than a decade, the USA was expanding after the Civil War aggressively building railroads, towns, military outposts across the plains towards California, and intruding on Native American lands. Former Union General George Custer was tasked with relocating Indians to new settlements, taking their land and saying, you got to live over here. But some Native Americans weren't cooperating. For example, Sioux leaders Sitting Bull and Crazy Horse fall into that category. On June 25th, 1876, George Custer and the Army's 7th Cavalry Unit encountered 5,000 Native Americans who were not happy to see the Bluecoats. Custer's plan was botched from the beginning. Army scouts located Sitting Bull's camp, but didn't see the majority of the Indians close by. Custer then ordered a frontal attack into Sitting Bull's tent village. But he didn't have any backup. The other cavalry were miles away. In less than 60 minutes, the general and 263 soldiers were dead, massacred, and scalped. Custer's remains were found alongside 40 of his men, including his brother and nephew, He was killed by two gunshots, one to the head, the other to the heart. The massacre stunned the American public. The U.S. Army then intensified intensified their war against the Cheyenne and Sioux. Less than a year later, Crazy Horse surrendered at Fort Robinson in Nebraska, where he was killed during a fight with a soldier. Sitting Bull surrendered in 1881 and was murdered in his home, nine years later. Here's something else you might not know. Today, folks can visit General George Custer War Memorial in West Point, New York, where he graduated dead last in his class back in 1861. Now this. When you venture outside, face coverings may be required, and the kind of face cover you use matters a lot. The Boomer Naturals Protective Face Cover is a recommended covering for both adults and children. 
with three cloth layers infused with nano-silver technology, it reduces particles getting to your nose and mouth. The Boomer Naturals face covering is comfortable, easy to breathe, easy to speak, and made for excellent protection. They are in stock right now and will ship to you from the Boomer U.S. warehouse. The face covers can be used up to 30 days when you hand wash with soap and water, making them very affordable. Order yours today at BoomerNaturals.com. And if you use the code BILL20 at checkout, you'll save 20%. Please go to BoomerNaturals.com, your source for excellent face covers. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.